Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jerry Springer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This is not, I, I'm so. Oh my gosh, I wore the same sweater last week. Trash. <laughs> hey, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Gene. We're going to, yeah. I guess my fault as a producer, he doesn't have more clothes. Yeah. Hey, uh, we we're, have uh, performing in a little bit the Carriers. Yes, a gr- the really carriers. good group yes. from yes. the. Yeah, local area. What I call the greater Cincinnati yeah. area. We're also going to ask Jerry to. Give us some hope. You know, each week he uh, talks about something that has kind of a political edge to it. Sometimes it has the word Trump in it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're, I'm hoping that there might be some way that Trump legally would have to depart before his four-year term is up. You know, yeah. hint impeachment or something. But yeah. we're going to ask you to uh, give some enlightenment to that. Hey, I get, and you guys know this, uh, I get lots of emails Lots you, of emails, and I got one. You get none. I, you get, I, I, know. I got one this week from an old from friend Bed, of the Bath show. <laughs> he's almost a uh, well, he's a regular on the show somewhat, and that is Ask the Lifeguard. Oh yeah. Oh right, right. Doctor yeah. Gregory Schrand, yeah. PhD in medieval literature yeah. from Rice University. <laughs> I checked it, Megan. He does have yeah. that degree. It is legit. They, well, then he's legit for I Ask called the Lifeguard. Him, <laughs> uh, got his doctorate there. I think he got a master's at Wyoming University, undergraduate at St. Louis U. I mean, he's a very yeah. uh, lettered man. Well, then sure. why does he wind up being a lifeguard? Well, because he can't get work worth jack as a as a medieval literature. I don't even know what the hell you call it. A medieval literature what? I guess a yeah. scholar. Well, And there's no work in that why area. Why would you Jerry. choose that as a career? I thought it was pretty stupid, too. <laughs> uh, for a smart guy, I think I'm going to become really? an expert in medieval literature. And, and that's probably some liberal, job market. some liberal parents that, you know, patronize their little children. We can be anything Go you want to be. I want to study medieval literature. <laughs> oh, that'll be great. Whatever makes you happy, Gregory, gets a damn degree and he can't get work. So Now that you mention it, you know that couldn't have been his idea. I no. mean, what kid grows up saying, I want to be an expert in medieval literature? Yeah. So this is something drummed into him by his By parents. somebody. Somebody. By somebody. <laughs> well, we'll have to ask him that the next time. I don't know. We'll have to ask what him did that he do wrong? next time he's oh, on. But anyway, um, so he got work as a lifeguard. Yeah. And he's traveling now because it's the off-season. Off-season. Yeah. He's in travel. Costa Rica, according to this email. Okay. Oh. And That's he has a website. You yeah. can go there. I've been there. It's asktheLifeguard.com, all one word, all lowercase. You don't need and to go there. No one <laughs> no. needs to really go What there. are you going to learn by going there? <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, it's a pretty good website. And he yeah. he relies on us to try to drive some numbers to his website. That's really <laughs> So his business plan is using your business plan. Is yeah, that what I'm Kind of. Wow. Yeah. Okay, not a, so he not sent us this pay. email, and he's addressed it to, and it's the second time I've seen this, Dear Mr. Springer, comma, Esquire. What the yeah. hell is that? Is that like a lawyer thing that or means, something? That means So he's a man of letters, and he speaks your language. Dear yeah. Mr. Springer, Esquire. 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 This is something I should pay attention to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I think you should. You ought to hear yeah. this. Yeah. You ought to hear He this. said, I recently finished offering the Beowulf Bash. Do you remember that? That, that uh, hol- festival that we had? The Halloween thing? Yeah, yeah, down on the, in Costa Rica. 
Yeah. Uh, finished offering the Beowulf Bash, a festival here at my winter home in Costa Rica. Sadly, oh. I have 67 boxes of Beowulf Bash t-shirts left over. <laughs> I have two problems, he says. No, One, there is no room in my small cottage to store them. And two, I have a current cash flow problem. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. That kind of shocks me yeah. a little bit that this guy's not got. <laughs> Mr. Springer, yes. oh. would it be possible for me to send the boxes to you for storage in one of your homes? <laughs> you have like 14 homes all over the world. <laughs> and, and by the way, I got some of your crap stored at in your, my, in my place. That That's right, the CDs. I do. I have some boxes of CDs that you record. Why are you having me? I got, you Megan, really I live in a double CDs? wide trailer <laughs> down by the river, and he's got 14 homes, and you're Which dumping CDs your stuff. Which CDs are they? That country western. Hey. Thing. No. Do we have the rights to sell those? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm no. not. No, no. <laughs> With the last podcast we did when we had the, the, the Christmas song, mm -hmm. it dawned on me that on that CD, I have a Christmas song. We don't. It's I'll make it next it. week. Like, I'll it can it. stay on the it, CD. It's called remind me of that. At the, I'm at not going to remind you of any of that. At the post-show <laughs> production meeting, remind me to bring that. I'll yeah, bring no, that. Not it's not called a chance the Pink enough. Flamingo. I love it. And we can play it because it's my CD. We don't have to pay anymore. Oh, it'll be here. It'll be here. If Megan reminds me. It will yeah, it's not, not, not a chance people. to hell. <laughs> Megan's my people. Okay, so okay, uh, go ahead with this one. Number one, email. could I send you uh, no to store at your homes? And he has a second request. Could you send me the shipping money so I can process <laughs> them to you? <laughs> this guy's hurting, Megan. I need twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, really. And oh my God, the third one. Could you also send me some money for my winter expenses? As I listen to your podcast, it appears that you basically carry Mr. Galvin financially. <laughs> well, that's kind of that. true. Duh. Yeah. True that, yeah. How do you find that out? So my low-cost winter life in Costa Rica wouldn't seem to burden you. In fact, I see this guy is very smart. He's very educated. In fact, if you want to keep this simple... Just send me 5,000 Costa Rica colon. That must be the, uh, oh the legal tender in Costa Rica. 5,000 Costa Rica colon. colon. And now, Why do you always start I, That's what it is. Colon. I looked it up. I'm the, 73 years old. I don't want to hear no, about colon. I know. I, know. I no looked it up. That, that's, the, uh, Nobody. that's the currency in Costa Rica. Just oh, yeah. send me this uh, 5,000 and mm -hmm. I'll keep the T-shirts and not yeah. bother you for any more this winter for help. Thank you, Dr. Gregory Schramm, PhDS, lifeguard.com. And then he always puts this on the, his website, as seen at jerryspringer.com. <laughs> That's his only That's claim it. to fame. What, how could he be seen? He had a picture on there Well, once. because our website is visual. He also says on the podcast, as heard on <laughs> as the Jerry Springer podcast. Yeah. This guy's a total... And this is your this is your find though. Right? Well, yeah, this, well, is, this is all you there. Founding, yeah. Screen door. So he's <laughs> yeah. that anyway. medieval literature stuff isn't making him big money. Nor are those Beowulf t-shirts. It's weird yeah. though. That's, that's hey, real quick weird. question because yes. I want to ask you to talk some serious stuff. But here's a question to you: yeah. There is this TV show. It's called Running Wild with Bear Grills. G R Y L L S. Anybody yeah. see that show? Mm -hmm. Look at all the hands going up. 
Running Wild with Bear Grylls is an yes. NBC show. I should know it. This is a yeah, big time I've, I've heard of it, yes. Bear Grylls is a former like commando guy from England. Oh, and he's right, an outdoorsy. Right, right. He was in yeah. Sur, uh, Dual Survivor. Mm -hmm. And he's just a cool guy and he does yeah. all this daring stuff. So he's got a new hook and that is, and boy, this fits you like a glove. He gets, <laughs> he has celebrities one at a time. A show, a show is a celebrity like Shaquille O'Neal, Ben Stiller, Juliana Huff from Dancing with the Stars, mm -hmm. men and women, one per episode, come on with him. They go somewhere crazy, and they do some stuff like rappel down rock faces, oh, be yes. hauled away in helicopters on the end of a big, long rope. Sounds like Springer. Eat, uh, snakes that they find. And this is a show, Jerry. <laughs> I swear to God, people would watch it if Jerry Springer was on one of those episodes. Am I right? You hear this? How short would that episode be? Jerry would be like, end them out, we're done. Hey, <laughs> Megan, would that be cool? Yeah, watch. Running wild It would be very Bear cool, Grylls. Grylls. Watch Jerry, Jerry die. <laughs> run, Jerry, run. Let's run that through sweeps. <laughs> Scare the crap out of Jerry Springer, you know? No, would you let, allow me? I, I'm, I'm your... Uh, your I, I, I'm your uh, yeah. broadcast handler. Let me oh, make my. contacts with their people and advance you as an idea, somebody who would I do would much rather... Get a colonoscopy? <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's what it. Maybe that's what they. Well, that maybe that'll be. His That'd be the show. Because <laughs> you said they, they go places you've never been before. Yeah, right. <laughs> so hey, you yeah. would do. Hey, Jerry, bring your camera. Jerry, you would do this, wouldn't you? Right. You really I, would do this. <laughs> There's not a chance. We've talked that. about this. You do. You you rode the zip line at Sturgis. Because but you I tricked him trick, into it. You tricked me into that. that Jerry, that's, I don't do any, that, that, I don't go on fast it. elevators. Yeah, but no, you, I'm not doing anything. You would not do this. That could ruffle my hair. We could make some do re me from this. I could make a little walking around money from this as <laughs> yeah. a person. That... All of which will go to my hospitalization. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. It wouldn't last long. No, I, it is I a tried, Megan. It is a show that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I've heard of the show. Can you picture the? Uh, I can't appeal of the it. show. No. You can't really picture I remember them. being on Dancing with the Stars, which is pretty tame. You're on a dance floor. No, I it. think that's very and similar. That almost killed me. That, Jerry, seriously, that took you way out of your comfort zone. Right. Seriously. Yeah, and why should People I go out of it. my comfort zone? The whole concept of comfort is two reasons. comfortable. Stay there. <laughs> so I got an idea. Let's be comfortable. <laughs> yeah. so the answer is no. Throw them down the In side fact, of the mountain I'm and start eat a, a snake. new show. <laughs> Just come. Let's be comfortable. <laughs> we would have celebrities on. We take a nap. <laughs> Maybe get a sandwich. Yeah, we'd have hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great show. Oh, I like it. Come, let's be. Can't believe no one's doing this already. <laughs> yeah. Let's be comfortable well. with Jerry Springer. <laughs> There's nothing comfortable about being with Jerry Springer, I've got to tell you. The, the Sitting two, next to you for the last few years, I know, yeah. sir. I am well aware. The two reasons you would do it oh, is a lot of people would watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, a lot of people oh, would wonderful. watch it. Oh, wonderful. And so? But, but, they, but you, you would get make an agreement with Bear Grylls and his production staff to do something that's within your abilities. Like walking, walking down, down steep say, stairs. Or say, very limited. <laughs> yeah, very limited. <laughs> very limited. <laughs> You're going to watch Jerry walk across this creek. Whoa, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he did it, and he did it. Was it was up to his ankles. <laughs> it really is a gift to have been born in this generation, in our era. Yeah. 
Because if I had been born in the 1800s, I would have been dead by the age of four. <laughs> There's no way when you, these frontier people. Yeah, no, you're not cut out you for that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, if no, there's a not. window open, I get a chill. Yeah. <laughs> there's just yeah. no way. How do these people survive? And, and well, a lot of them. You'd have been pinned down on the East Coast. You'd have stayed right there. How, right how, in how do you Boston. think I got to the East Coast? There's no way I'd get on a ship to come over here. Yeah. Good yeah there's no <laughs> a bad idea. You know, Scratch that one, Gene. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe, a horrible maybe idea. No. <laughs> Let's be comfortable with Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone taking that? I'm going to make today? a contact with them. Let's just check them out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Allow me yeah. just to call them oh, and just right. check them right. out. You see, this gave me permission. Oh, my gosh. I'm on it tomorrow, oh, Megan. Yeah. Well, it'll right. be Thursday, but I'm on it. <laughs> maybe uh, next week. I'm Tuesday. traveling tomorrow, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> I'm traveling tomorrow. <laughs> Thursday, I'll be on it. I early. really hate you. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Tell us we can get rid of Trump legally. Come Through on, legal Jerry. maneuvers. Tell us we can do that. Uh, no. Oh, my God. Here's the sad news. Uh, I mean, well, barring an act of God, there's no way that the president doesn't finish his first term. And that's the reality, which... The media seems to be, I mean, I don't see any reports on that part of the story. And what I mean by that is every day there's, you know, with Mueller's investigation, the special prosecutor uh, investigating, you know, whether there was any collusion with the Russians, whatever illegalities existed in the Trump campaign, the Trump transition team, the people around him were getting indictments now, were getting guilty pleas. So there's a lot of stuff coming, and when uh, Michael Flynn, his uh, national security advisor, when he pled guilty this past week to uh, lying to the FBI, which considering all the other things, the evidence they had on all other possible crimes that he could be charged with, the fact that there was only this, which could possibly wind up in a sentence of no prison time, is because they made a deal. In other words, Flynn has flipped and will now talk to the prosecutors and tell them anything they need to know about the Trump campaign, the Trump transition team, the Trump presidency, whatever illegal activities they were involved in. So everybody's talking about, oh, is he going to be indicted? Is he going to be charged? Is this really a crime or just bad judgment, etc.? Well, we don't know yet exactly what the final report of Mueller is going to be. So we do know, it's pretty well in, in, in the law, that even if there are particular crimes that Trump committed, that he can't be tried while he's still in the White House. It doesn't mean that as soon as his presidency is over, he couldn't be tried for these crimes. But right now, he seems pretty untouchable in terms of being charged, I mean, being tried and convicted of a criminal act. So that then leaves, if you can't charge a sitting president with a, or you can charge him, but you can't convict him and sentence him while he's president of the United States, then what is the remedy? And the remedy, therefore, becomes, well, there has to be a political remedy. And our founding fathers put into the Constitution 
the concept of the of impeachment, which is a political remedy. You don't need a statutory crime to be impeached. You, if it is uh, an act against the American society or against our government, that could be grounds for impeachment. So even if there's not a particular statute, for example, there may not be a statute against colluding with the Russians. There may not be a specific law broken, but obviously it threatens America, it threatens our security, so that should be grounds, that could be enough grounds for impeachment. So when you talk about impeachment, what we see so far is that the Republican Congress, you know, it's right now the Congress is overwhelmingly Republican, it doesn't matter what kind of news comes out, the Republican congressmen seem, and the Republican Party, to be fair, seems unwilling to turn on Trump. They, no matter how bad, I mean, even with this Roy Moore in Alabama, and, uh, you know, the accusations or the charges, and there's some evidence of, uh, you know, with being with 14-year-old girls, etc., so despite all of that, the Republicans aren't willing to, they're still endorsing him. They're not willing to turn on him. There doesn't seem to be any behavior that will make Republicans turn on Trump. Now, the major reason they don't turn on Trump is they need him to sign the legislation that they really want. And the legislation they really want, or at least their donors really want, is a tax break for wealthy people. That is their number one priority. Priority. They will pass a tax law that gives tax benefits to people like me and the Republican donor class. That's what they want to deliver on. So they can't turn on Trump just yet. The irony is Trump really wants this legislation, but once he signs it, he may then lose his hold on the Republican Congress because they don't need him anymore. And then they're going to start worried about worrying about their own election, so they may separate him from him. But that could take some time. And so right now, the odds of the Republican, overwhelmingly Republican Congress voting to impeach Trump seems very, very unlikely. If they haven't turned on him yet, with all the things that have happened in this first year, what is going to happen between now and the end of his term? Well, one thing that could happen is that in this coming year's election, people could be so outraged by Trump that they will go and vote and wind up with a Democratic Congress. If there's a Democratic Congress, which is still a little bit of a long shot, but if there's a Democratic Congress, then you could get the vote to impeach the president. It's just like, you know, uh, what happened when Clinton, you know, the Republicans voted to impeach um, Clinton. It can happen. So then you say, well, okay, if we do really well in the 2018 election, maybe we'll get that vote for impeachment. And the more Trump does these horrible things, the more likely it is that maybe this could happen. But when Gene asked me, what are the odds of us getting rid of Trump before the end of his term? I said, none. And the reason is, just because you get impeachment doesn't mean you'll then in the Senate get the vote to remove him. Impeachment is just the indictment, it's just the charge. The House has to vote the charges of impeachment, and then it's up to the Senate 
to decide whether or not the president should be thrown out of office. With Clinton, Clinton was impeached by the House, but then the Senate voted 50-50, and he wasn't impeached, and he wasn't thrown out of office. The reason he wasn't thrown out of office is in order to get rid of the president in an impeachment trial, two-thirds of the Senate has to vote the president out. Two-thirds. There's no way the Senate is going to be two-thirds Democrat. Now let's take a look at how the Senate is set up. In the last election, where Trump won the electoral vote, 30 of the 50 states voted Republican, voted for Trump. 30 of the 50. Each state has two senators. That means 60 of the U.S. senators have to be concerned about turning on their own state regarding Trump, that they will pay a price if they go against the president that their state voted for. So you start with that number. And I looked something else up. There are 52 United States senators now that come from states that voted for Trump where Trump won by more than a 5% margin higher than the national average. In other words, where Trump won huge. It wasn't a close election. Trump won huge. 52 senators. Well, if you know going in that 52 senators come from states that overwhelmingly voted for Trump, not a close one like Wisconsin or whatever, but a big one like Utah, 52 senators are from states like that that overwhelmingly voted for Trump. And you got to get two-thirds, which means 67 senators, to vote to kick him out. It is inconceivable, barring some evidence of a crime that approaches treason. I mean, really. So this discussion of how we're going to get rid of Trump, it's not going to happen before 2020. Unless, as I said, unless there is something so despicable, though it's hard to imagine what it is after all the stuff we have now and the public hasn't moved, so despicable that even every Republican says, I love this country too much to let that continue. It happened, by the way, with Nixon. The Republicans on the Senate went to Nixon and said, you don't want to be impeached because there's no one here in the Senate that is going to vote to keep you. It would take that much courage. And right now, where are the profiles and courage on the Republican side on this issue? So the sad news is, if you're not happy with Trump, your only hope is in 2018 to make a difference in your, make a difference in your congressional votes and in your senatorial votes not that there'll be enough votes to get rid of Trump, but at least you'll get a Congress and a Senate that won't vote for the legislation that is killing the American people, which is what is currently going on now. Focus on the Congress. Focus on the Senate. Going after Trump now, it's not in your control, but you can make sure we have a Congress that won't take away the health insurance of middle America that won't tax middle America so rich people can get more of a tax break. It's up to all of us.
All right. Thank you, Jerry. Well, very, very um, applicable here. Our next group is called The Carriers, and the song they're going to sing for us is called Patience. So we can all just kind of listen to that. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You guys are local boys, Cincinnati, correct? Yeah. And also, just uh, you were nominated as Best New Artist by CEA. Is that also... Did I read that right? Yeah, yeah, we were nominated. It was cool. Very, very cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Very cool. You're all from Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky boys, anything? Or all Cincinnati? I grew up in Lebanon. Lebanon, okay. Sure. Just north of Cincinnati, yeah. All right. Cincinnati. Dayton. Dayton. Why don't you guys uh, take a second, introduce yourselves uh, to us, and then we'll hear Patience. On the guitarist, this is Corey Pavlinak. This is David Corns. Yep. This is my buddy Trent. Becknell. My name is Kurt Kaiser. Excellent. We're, uh, we're carriers. These are the carriers. Take it away. Okay.
vibrations This is what happens when we clear our minds Lies that crumble, security skips I sometimes get there and I could burn Break the habits, don't rest with rabbits Not worth the chase, they invade our time Reach for new thoughts, do this And good ones you forget Have you guys been playing together? You, you were up for Best New Artist, which tells me he's probably not too, too long, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I guess about three years now. Okay. Uh, yeah. What brought you we all met, together? We met at a park. <laughs> we met at a park. <laughs> In the microphone, yes. <laughs> um, we met through his wife and, and some friends. She started dating him, and I met him, and I was like, ah, oh, this guy's cool. <laughs> and, uh, and then we actually... When he grew up in Dayton, I grew up in Lebanon, and so we kind of played around bands in high school together. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So, yeah. Very, very cool. Awesome. All right, so next we're going to hear uh, You Say. You Say, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. 
like to hear some more of their music you can check them out on facebook at carriers-band and on instagram at carriers the band and where else can we hear you guys uh we're playing a show at a place called motor yeah and over the rhine uh, sure. december 16th so uh very nice yeah that'll be really fun and you do have a yeah. new album coming out soon is that correct yeah we just recorded the past three years with uh john curley from the afghan wigs and he played bass on the record no and recorded kidding. the whole thing and then Brian Devendorf from the National played drums on the whole record. That's really cool. When, when will that be coming out? Uh, it. It's do, it's all done. We just have to find like a label to release it and very finish the artwork cool. and stuff. Well, let us know when that does. That's very exciting. Congratulations. Good for you. All right. So again, we're gonna oh, sing with man. Jerry. So sing with Jerry. <laughs> Down by the and riverside. Our buddy Casey Campbell. Mr. Campbell's yeah. gonna hop tonight. up here. Woo-hoo! Oh yeah. Well, that's fine. Sing with Jerry. There's silence. Sing with Casey Gamble. It's just like Cuba all over again, Jer. Yeah. 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 Website at jerryspringer.com. I ain't gonna stay.